Welcome back to a brand new episode. We are so happy you guys are here. Thank you for listening. Welcome back, friends, listeners, our favorite people in the world. We're back, you guys. We're better than ever. Um, We had some snafus when trying to record with our equipment. We were super late, but we're here and we made it. We're we're ready to do our thing. Yes. It's been an okay day overall. <laughs> yes. Um, so any updates or are we just getting into it with our obsessions? I have one update. Oh, I do too, actually. You go okay. first. Okay. So my update is that I'm graduating next week. Yeah. And I got my pictures back today. Yes. And I am obsessed with them. We truly. will be posting some on the story on your graduation day to celebrate. You. Oh, thank you. Seriously, like everyone needs to see them. They're so yeah. Cute. Honestly, like I can't stop looking at myself. I feel like they just look so Aww, cute, and I'm I like, I can't that. believe this is happening. Mm-hmm. So that's really exciting. I, love that. I yeah, I'm obsessed with that. Um, my little update is that I just got off crutches. Oh my gosh! <laughs> How have we not talked about this? Okay. Um. Because I went feral doing karaoke and somehow like really bruised my heel pad really bad to the point where like the next morning I was very drunk. So like I just went to bed and then the next morning I woke up, could not walk. It was like that for two days. So then you kindly went to urgent care with me. We We literally scootered there. Because it was like a few blocks away and there was no parking garage nearby or no parking lot for free. And so we were like, we literally, it's going to take us two minutes to scooter there versus paying 15 bucks for parking. Right. So we didn't know how long it would be. Either. Yeah, exactly. So um, we scootered there and then they were like, yeah, you need to leave on crutches. So Ken's was mommy and scootered back and then got the car. Came yeah. And me up. They literally pulled the crutches out and we were like, um, <laughs> <laughs> so then I left and went and got the car. <laughs> Yeah, um, she was mobbing home on the scooter. It's like, yeah, like, <laughs> literally. Because <laughs> um, I was looking at your location, too. Yeah. I was like, dang. Um, I had to be going at least 10 miles an hour. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they don't even go that fast. No. Um, but, yeah, so I was on crutches. I only was using the crutches for, like, three days. And the third day, I was only using one. And it was mostly, like, around the house. So I was kind of just, like, hobbling around. And it got a lot better. And actually, today is when I just started walking normally. It's still sensitive on my heel to walk, like, and put weight on it. But today's the first day I've actually put weight on it fully. So it feels good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. And that doctor was really nice. I just want to shout him out. Yeah. He was one of the best doctors ever. Yeah. One of the best. He, um, he walked in and he was like, you're my first karaoke injury. Yeah, he in- said, he said, Congratulations! You're my first karaoke injury in whatever thirty, 30 years, years of practice or something. Haley was like, "Oh," I was like, "Oh, I'm special." <laughs> he, yeah, he was just really nice. And like the thing is too, like because I genuinely was like, "It is broken." Like I was like, "There is like a hairline fracture or something." Like it hurt that bad. I'm telling you, and anyone can think I'm a baby if they want, but like it hurt. And also for to not be able to walk for two days, like you saw me, I was trying, yeah, and I couldn't. I literally had to do your laundry. Yeah, thank you. Um, but yeah, it was like bad. So that's why we went to urgent care. And then of course they did x-rays. It wasn't broken. And it was basically just a really bad bruise. But like, he didn't make me feel like a oh, girl, it's just a bruise. Like he was literally like, yeah, this is painful. Like you need to be on crutches. You need to be taking Tylenol. You need to be like resting it. Like he was just really nice and didn't make me feel stupid. 
No, he didn't at all. His obsession was the fat pad under our heels. Yes. This doctor literally pulls up a diagram of foot anatomy. It was cool, but it was yeah. funny. He was like, this fat pad under our heel does so many things. And he was like, it's so underappreciated. It is one of the most amazing <laughs> pieces of anatomy. And he's like pointing to the diagram. It's literally nothing. It, literally. We were like, like, we were oh. like, wow. And he's like, do you see that there? The definition, it just takes all of our impact. And we were like, <laughs> <laughs> cool but he was such a sweetie he actually was. i got a call yesterday or two days ago when i was driving because they keep texting me the hospital keeps texting for me a review for a review mm-hmm. and then they called me so i answered because i was like oh is this a bill or something and then it was like automatic automated like can you please leave us a review and i was like you know what i'm going to so i left a review and it was like if you want to leave like a, a message like leave a message so i did and i was like in the thing i was like best doctor i've seen in like a long time and i go to the doctor all the time like i just gave him like such a good review because I was like, good. he deserves that. He deserves that. Yeah. It was so nice. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. Well, my obsession of the week um, is my pink Stanley cup I got on Black Friday. Here she is. If you right here in all her glory. She's looking snatched. Literally <laughs> almost as tall as this fake plant. <laughs> yeah. It is such a big cup. But I feel so bougie with it. And I drink so much water. Good. And it was worth it. Good. As long as it was worth it. It was completely worth it. I have my cup, like my little plastic tumbler that I love. Um, I had one and then it broke and then Tyler got me a new one for my birthday because I realized like if I, I don't like drinking water out of a cup and I feel like a lot of people are like that, like you have to have your vessel, mm-hmm. whether mm-hmm. that's like your hydro or your Nalgene or your Stanley cup. Or it's your, your emotional support it water bottle. Yes, it literally yeah. is. So um, yeah, I totally feel that. ESWB. Emotional support water. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, so if you love this Stanley Cup, like good for you. It's cute. Yeah, thank you. You can knock someone out with that. I too. know, literally, like it's a weapon. Self too. defense. Um, cute. I love that. So you didn't say your obsession, though. Oh, sorry. Uh, my obsession is Nessa Barrett, guys. <laughs> Haley has a crush. I have a voice crush on her. Like literally, I have a voice crush on her. She covered Five O Five by Arctic Monkeys, which I'd never heard that song before. Um, I thought, like, I knew she covered it, but, like, I didn't know, I, I'd never heard it before. And apparently that's crazy that I've never heard it. Because mm-hmm. um, I know Arctic Monkeys. <laughs> yeah, but, like, I know Arctic Monkeys. I just don't know how I've never heard that. Um, I probably have. I just... Probably. It's one of their most popular songs. Yeah, I probably have then. But, um, yeah, I'm obsessed. She just came out with her new um album, and she just came out with, like, all the, ex- like, the extended versions, so, like, all the other songs. New album? Yeah, she oh, just dropped it. it. She dropped it like probably a month ago. Oh. So all those songs we've been listening to, new mm-hmm. album. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so then she dropped the extended version and covered 505 by Arctic Monkeys. And I have a voice crush like on her singing that song specifically. But in oh, general, okay. like she just has a really light, pretty voice. She has like she like screams like feminine energy to me. She does. And yeah. honestly, like the song that you turned me on to the most that I was listening to, you know, after uh-huh. my rebound. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I hope you're miserable till you're dead. Yeah. Like, even when she's singing that song. Yeah, and she's, like, screaming. She's so feminine still. Yeah. And, like, like so I just love it. I love it. But it's it. such a different energy than, like, my hot girl playlist where it's, like, bad B energy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's, like, a different type of feminine. It's honestly, like. SZA feminine energy like it's like that same soft level. feminine soft feminine yeah. yes, soft yes, feminine. yes. Mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. I, I just love it so yeah I have a voice crush on Nessa singing 505 um I'm obsessed with it you will see me make a TikTok to the sound I have it saved so stay tuned for that um 
But yeah, that's my obsession. Cool. Wow, somebody's like really liking my stories. Um <laughs> somebody wants your attention. Somebody wants my attention. Um feminist highlight for today. Her name is Faith Flores. She's a third generation Mexican American and a descendant of farm workers. She has seen firsthand the difficulties that farm workers face, specifically heat stroke. And to raise awareness for this and to help this problem, she created an app called Calore, Heat Safety for Farms. And this app has many features, including tracking vitals, educational videos from OSHA's heart heat training program, notifications on when to take breaks, emergency hotline, and more. And she was honored as a three-dot dash global team leader in 2019 for this. She also launched the Latina Legacy Foundation, which is a nonprofit that tackles barriers in Latina-dominated industries, including farm workers, housemaids, garment sweatshop workers, and domestic home care workers. And she really stood out to me when I was researching her because she's young. Wow. She's a teenager. And she has seen like her great-grandparents, her grandparents, her parents, like her siblings, like mm-hmm. as farm workers facing honestly like life-threatening danger sometimes like being in that intense yeah. heat for prolonged hours dehydrated working hard and so she was like I need to do something about this and um I love that she's like representing her culture her family mm-hmm. and creating an app I think it's so cool I feel like you you highlight like a ton of younger people and I love it because it's like just because you're young doesn't mean you can't make a change and our generation is really good at that are we taking I the mic off? I love that you took the mic off. I just realized that because, guys, we – sorry to interrupt you, but we used to have these little pillows we put behind our backs, and we tried to sit up straight, and I cannot do it. Yeah, so we, Yeah, we used to put them behind our backs, and then um, we think our mom threw them away because they were a little ratty. They were a little ratty. Um, so, yeah, we're just going casual. But um, anyways, yeah, no, I just love that our generation – this is so much this better. This is so much better. <laughs> um, I love that our generation – is like full of change makers and like, you highlight a lot of them and I just love it. And I also love um, the highlights from like all the different cultures. Things I try yeah. to just because this is like part of, I think what is important to us about feminism is like, it's not just about us in America. Mm-hmm. It's about the whole world. Right. So that's why I try and highlight people from all ages, races, backgrounds. I think it's really important. Right. I know. I totally agree. And I love it. Well, thank you for that. Well, thank you for the feminist highlights. Um, we are doing an episode, and Ken's is kind of leading this one. I'll lead this one because this is how I've been feeling, like, honestly, pretty much, like, this whole year, mm-hmm. I'll be honest, um, in waves. And you guys, like, you saw the titles, so, like, you know what we're talking about. But we're talking about the feeling of just, like, feeling specifically lost, like, in your 20s. But, like, this can apply to anybody, you know, like – if you're getting out of high school soon and you're like, I don't know what I want to study or I don't know if I even want to go to college. Mm-hmm. If you're going through a big life event and it's kind of shaking things up for you, like this can apply to anybody. Mm-hmm. But I think it's important to just talk about like the normal feelings of not really knowing what to do. Yeah. In many instances. Navigating the unknown. Navigating the unknown. And like I hear this all the time from like other podcasts or like people on social media and TikTok and stuff like tips I wish I knew in my 20s and like what I did when I felt lost in my 20s. Um, So I just kind of wanted to talk about it because I'm sure like I'm not the only person that's felt this way. Mm -hmm. And yeah, basically it's just been like heavy on my mind. So I thought why like not a better place to talk about it than our podcast. Yeah. I'll start off by saying I think what spurred this for me was 
like the first half of the year ish when I was trying to figure out if I wanted to stay with my partner at the time, if I wanted to try and make it work, regardless of like all the issues we were having and like everything we were going through. Mm -hmm. And I was just kind of feeling lost. Like, is this what I want my life to look like? What do I want my life to look like? This is not what I had planned originally, you know? And so I mentioned in our last week's episode, how like that Chicago trip is kind of when I started to, why am I going to cry? It's okay. Um, why am I crying? Like, this is cutting up for me, and I don't know why. Um, but, like, when I first started to see, like, my life without him. Okay, so now that I'm crying in my face already. <laughs> um, we're crying I, again. We're it's crying okay. again. Guys, I don't know why, like, this is hitting me so hard because I've been thinking about this for months. But anyway, um, there was just a lot of <laughs> unknown at that time. And so trying to honestly just figure out like what I want for myself like I was like I can't think about another person in this situation like it needs to be about what I want right and so that's kind of like and you hadn't thought that for a long time no I hadn't well you never thought that because you guys were together in high school exactly together in college you lived together and you all like you guys got married so you thought that would be your life Mm -hmm. and like Obviously, like, I got married with the intent of, like, this is the person I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. Like, we had, like, our whole life mapped out at that time, you know? But, like, things change and people change and circumstances change. So, um, it just, like, wasn't panning out the way that I originally thought. And so, I was like, okay, I got to think about things for myself. Mm -hmm. Um, So, that was, like, the first instance where I was like, what the heck am I doing? Yeah. So, then... After, like, I had made my decision to leave, and, like, this has been more recent in, like, the last couple of months, but, like, feeling lost, like, Mm career-wise, and, like, what are my passions? You know, like, obviously, I would love to be a podcaster. Like, I would love to, like, do social media and stuff, but, like, I don't know if that's the right path for me right now, and also that's not, like, something that's, like, as attainable as, like, getting a career with my degree that I'm about to get, you know? Right. And I think like, especially recently, you've been talking a lot about like, what do I want to do? Because I'm graduating literally next week. And like, when you're graduating, a lot of people are like, what are your plans? No, literally. And that is so stressful. Because if I don't even know what I want to do, like, how am I supposed to answer that? And I don't want to be like, oh, you know. Well, and I think it's like, we touched on this a little last episode. But like, when you're in high school, like you go into it like okay you think when you go to college you're you know what you want to do and when you graduate after 4 years you're going to go into the workforce and you're just going to have this great job and like that's it but literally once you get into college like I've changed my major so many times mm-hmm. I now um like have stopped going to school for a little bit like just like all this stuff like you just it's not as straightforward and linear. Like you think your life is yes. going to be so linear because that's what they talk about in high school, but it's not that way. No. And also for you, like you thought you were going to be in healthcare. Mm-hmm. You are in healthcare, but you're doing a different role, Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Social but media. it's just like so many things change. Like I also changed my major three times mm-hmm. and I'm also like going to go back to school and mm-hmm. get another degree. Like I already know that, Yeah. which I wasn't planning on doing. So yeah, it's, just, it's just crazy because like you're now at the point where it's like, okay, at this point in high school, you probably thought that where you were right now, you would like have a job lined up in like the career you want to stay in forever. Literally. And now it's like, okay, I'm not doing that. I actually have no idea what I want to do. 
So now, right. what, like, what what's next? Right. And it's hard because it's like my degree is so broad. Mm-hmm. Like, there's this is what it is. I feel like I have too many opportunities and I, I know I'm like so privileged to say that because not many people feel that way, but like it is overwhelming that I'm like, I can do this and I can do this and I am so passionate about this, but like, how do I make it work? You know? So basically like what I want to harp on in this episode is like, it's also normal to feel that way, Mm -hmm. especially with your job, because I literally feel like in the B movie when he's (laughs) like, I have one job for the rest of my life. Like I have to choose now. Yeah. that's not realistic yeah it's not like our passions are gonna change well I think that's why like there's a lot of people in like the older generation that are like overworked and like unhappy because that is how it used to be like you it, life was more linear like you do this then you do this it's and very then, clear and what then you're you supposed work to do. for 30 years and then you retire mm-hmm. but like now like our generation has normalized like kind of like finding your own path and like You know, I think people even, like, in the generation above us or that generation above us even, like, mom and dad, for example, like, they could – I could see them being like, okay, like, let's change it up. Mm -hmm. And they could do that if Mm -hmm. they want. And, like, that wouldn't be some foreign thing. But I feel like for their parents, it would be like, well – we've Doesn't make sense. Yeah, we've been doing this for so long. Like, I just need to stick in this. But, like, if it's not making you happy, it's not making you happy. So I feel like – um, that's something, an- another thing that's really great about our generation. Like we've been really pushing, like do what makes you happy. If something's not working, switch it up and that's okay. Right. And I feel like people are just realizing too now, like in our generation, like we do have so many opportunities. Mm-hmm. There's so many areas you can go into. Like you can literally turn your passion into a job. Right. That's social media. Yeah. You know, like you can literally do whatever you want. It's just a matter of like navigating how to fit that into your life and like still be able to make a living and, you know, like create a life for yourself. Exactly. And it's not always attainable for everybody. No, it's not. But like, I feel like more people are just going and doing what they want now. I agree. Yeah. Um, and like you mentioned people like constantly asking, like, what do you want to do? Like every response that I get, because I used to be like, Oh, well, you know, I'd love to be like a, a manager of a team like yeah. in a clinic or something but it's like I don't want to do that actually yeah. so when people ask me I'm like honestly I don't really know right now like I'm very open I have ideas and um since I started my new job I've been able to talk to a lot of people from different um hospital campuses and like different positions and departments mm-hmm. so that's been really eye opening because talking to them has made me feel like okay it isn't so linear right because I hear their stories and Honestly, a lot of people like that I've talked to, they didn't just go to school and get their dream job. Yeah. Like they literally bounced back and forth between jobs. They had a family. They went back to school. Like things happen. Yeah. And, it, and that's comforting. Yeah. And like it landed them where they are now. And so, they're happy. And they're happy. And like that is reassuring that like it will work out. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's what I've had to realize. But it just is hard when like everybody's like, oh, it's so normal to feel that way. It doesn't help though. Yeah. You know, like I get the intent, but it is hard to like convey like, no, but like, I really don't know what I'm doing with my life. Like, I have no idea. You know, that trend on TikTok where it's like people will like say something like people will like point out their insecurities and then it cuts to this clip like zooming out like all the way out to like planet Earth. 
and being yes. like it's so insignificant oh because we're just on a floating rock basically mm-hmm. um which like not everything is insignificant but like I like that idea because it's like like I've been thinking about recently like I'm 21 years old that lost feeling I had like with school that was my big thing mm-hmm. um I've kind of just gotten over because I've gotten over what other people think about it mm-hmm. which is a big that's a thing. big part of it that, yeah. that is like 90 percent of it um and I just kind of, like, did what I think is best. But, like, I think it just goes back to that. Like, if you just think, like, we're literally on a floating rock. We're 21 and 22 years old. Mm-hmm. We're going to figure it out. Like, if I look back at the last four years and how many times my life has changed, it's going to keep changing 5,000 more times throughout my lifetime. So, obviously, like, it's – I'm not saying, like, oh, it's so easy for me to just be, like, oh, whatever. But, like, genuinely, it's, like, okay, it's going to work out. It will. And that's such a good point. Cause like, like you said, looking back at the past four years, it's like, how am I in this position right now? Mm -hmm. Like I'm feeling really good. Like, you know, besides this, like life is pretty good. Yeah. And so it's like, we've made it through like all of this stuff that has happened in our lives and we're still in this position. Yeah. Like like, we're still like happy. It's like last episode, we talked about all of this stuff, like our highlights from this year, like even though like there's all these stressors like we're still happy we're still thriving we made it things are still going even if it feels slowly things Mm -hmm. are still going in the intended direction right like four years ago today like four years ago today you weren't this close to getting a college degree a bachelor's degree Mm -hmm. you weren't like living in your own apartment you know like all this stuff so it's like yeah you're right things are are moving forward even though there's hard stuff like right things are moving forward it's gonna work out Right. So I also kind of wanted to talk about like a few things that I've done to help with the feelings because like I can't explain like how heavy it was on my mind, but like it was all I was thinking about. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, this is so stressful because I'm already stressed out about not knowing what to do, but then I'm stressing out about being stressed about it. Right. And it felt like I was like on a timeline and on a schedule, but like, no, that's not the case. And we talked about that with like your healing episode. Like, everyone's on their own timeline yeah and honestly what is time you know it's like time is irrelevant yeah so it shouldn't factor into like big decisions like this yeah but a couple of things that I did um I had a really good conversation with my dad and he kind of like helped me talk through like well what do you want to do like what do you like Mm -hmm. and like specifically for me like with healthcare like do you like bedside or um do you like patient care do you like more like administrative clerical work like that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff um and like have you thought about this because like he has a lot of great advice yeah and I also mentioned talking to a lot of people at work who are like way older than me and have had way more life experience so that's helpful because it's nice to hear other people's perspectives Mm -hmm. outside of like your inner circle you know because obviously like dad is my dad. Like he's going to give me great advice, you know, but like he also knows me really well. And it sometimes it is nice to like step outside of that. Right. And hear just like more objective. Yeah. So I think also like along with that is being open to it. Cause I know a lot of times, like if I'm set on something and someone and I try and talk to someone about that subject, I already know what I want. So I'm not really going to listen. And then like, if they try and suggest alternatives, like I might like give a little attitude because I'm like, no, no, no. Like I already know what I'm doing. I know what's best. And that happens with a lot of people. So I feel like being open to having those conversations too and realizing like that's something like I need to realize in some conversations. Like 
there's people that are older than me, wiser than me, like have way more experience and they can give me good advice. So I just need to listen. And yeah, that is hard. And, and it is hard too, like when you are set on a decision, but also when you're just like, no, it's too much. Like, I don't know. I don't want to talk about it. So like that was something actually like with my decision to not go back to school for a little bit. Cause mm-hmm. I got my associates and I was going to go back in the fall. And then I was like, no, I'm going to push it to January. And then I decided like, no, I'm not going back in January. I don't know when I'm going to go back. And, um, but like, I just decided like, I can't explain it. Well, I could explain it, but I'm not going to go into it. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, like I had just decided like, I already know. And I've said this to you. I already know that if I don't go back and get my bachelor's, I know I'm going to regret it. Mm-hmm, I've, I've mm-hmm. listened to everyone in my life say like, just go. It, it's two more years. Just bust it out. Like, just get it done. Take half, like do like half semesters, like reduce your credit load, all that stuff. Like, and all of that is so true. And I know they're right. But for me, I made the decision, like I need to prioritize these other things in my life mm-hmm. that are hard that I'm dealing with. And so I'm going to do that. Do I agree with what everyone is saying? Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree with like, I'm 21. I should just bust out the two years and I should just get it done. Like all the, like they're all valid, but I still, at the end of the day, even though I totally agree with what they're saying and I know that they're right, I had to make the decision on my own. So that's why, like I kind of said earlier, like, um, sometimes the hardest thing is like letting go of what other people think about exactly it. all the expectations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because like, I don't want to disappoint anyone. Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't know, like sometimes I feel like I kind of have disappointed some people with not going back in January. Um, and that makes me sad, but I, cause I think like those people might think I just might never go back and maybe I don't ever go back. But the thing is like, it doesn't matter to me right now cause I'm prioritizing other things and that's okay. Um, but yeah, like that's obviously like still hard for me to let go. Like what other people think about it. Cause I know they're right and I trust them and I know that they have my best interests at heart, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I made that decision for myself and I'm sticking with it and I feel good about it. Yeah, it is hard to let go of the expectations. I feel like that's a big thing because, like, there's so many, like, what you should be doing in your 20s to set you up for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. So I do feel like that is definitely a hard thing to let go of. Yeah. Is, like, for one, letting go of the expectations and then following through with the decision you want to make and then sticking with it Uh and not, like, going back because, like, oh, well, so-and-so does not like this and I look up to them a lot. Yeah. Specifically, like, I feel that way with my dad. And, like, obviously, like, we talk about our parents a lot on here. Like, we love them. Yeah. They're, like, so supportive. But I I feel like my dad might be a little disappointed that I'm not going back in January. And, the like, recently he tried to bring up a conversation. We were kind of joking back and forth about certain things. And he was like, well, on that note, let's bring up the fact that you're not going back to school. And it was joking. Like, we were uh-huh. both joking. And, like, I laughed about it. And he was like, no, but, like, seriously, like, he was like, let's talk about it. And I, like, set the boundary. And I was like, dad, like, I'm – and it was, like, totally fine. I said it just like this. I was like, dad, I am not going back for these reasons. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, I don't know when I'll go back. I want to go back. Like, my plan is to go back. I just don't know when. And it's it stresses me out to try and make that plan. So I'm just kind of going with the flow right now. And he was like, okay. Like, he was like, I get it. And – probably my dad's opinion mattered to me the most with like not going back to school. I know. So I feel like like that was good for us because like it was a short conversation, but he's like, okay, like I get it, you know? And like, I I feel like kind of, I don't know. I feel like I almost got his blessing of like 
you you are going to do what you're going to do and like it's going to work out. Like I just felt like that after that brief interaction. So I don't know. That's really good though. It is good to like be able to talk about it openly as you were saying. But and it's like set boundaries too. Like exactly. Because there, there's only so much that like if you're trying to like if you're feeling lost, you're trying to make decisions and then people are like, okay, like, but let me give my input. Like there's only so much of other people's input that you can listen to until it gets to the point of mm-hmm. like, okay, thank you. I respect you. I love you for sharing, but I've made my decision now. And if I need more advice, I'll come to you. Like, yeah, because part of that is like, if you've made a decision, but you keep getting all this perspective and input, you're going to be more overwhelmed and you're going to mm-hmm. second guess yourself and you're going to backtrack. Because genuinely, yes, there's right and wrong decisions, but you never really know what something is going to how something's going to turn out in life. Maybe me not going back to school is going to be the best decision I've ever yeah. made. Or maybe it's going to be the worst decision I've ever made. I, At the end of the day, though, I had to decide one way or the other. And now I have to stick with it. Instead of being in limbo. Because mm-hmm. you were just like, well, yeah, I'll keep pushing it. I'll yeah, keep I'll pushing it. January, and it's like, I'll push it in summer. You just got, yeah. Like, you just had to make the decision. I think that was right. Yeah. And you don't have to think about it right now. Yeah. Because now it's not. I mean, hopefully, like it's not stressful where you're like, it's not. I've got to tell everybody. It's and, not. Like, yeah. I, I feel good because I made the decision. So, well, and also, like, something I wanted to add was like, I feel like this lost feeling, like, it does help to combat it when you're working towards something. Like, yeah. for example, you're, you like your job. Mm-hmm. We have this hobby as podcasting that we are, we want to make a career. We are really trying to grow. Yeah. And, we like see our milestones every day Mm -hmm. and we're hitting our goals and stuff. Like that's a good feeling because you're working towards something and you have things you're passionate about. Right. Like you're not like, like that's how I am. I'm like, you know what? This is like my last thing that I've, that I want to share is like how that has helped me is like being positive about it. Mm -hmm. And honestly, like going with the flow, which is not my personality type. I'm very rigid and a planner and strict. And you know that. Yeah. (laughs) But like going with the flow and realizing like, a, there's a lot of good things in my life. There's a lot that I'm working towards. And this is a good time for me to figure out what I like. Right. And it's plain and simple. Like, yeah. what do I want to do? I don't know. I have to figure it out. This is the best time to do that because I'm kind of in that limbo, I guess, right. is the best way to describe it. Right. And like, if you just bring positive energy, obviously that's going to do you nothing but good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Positive energy coupled with action is the best way you're going to get through feeling lost. Right. That reminds me, I missed one of my things, okay. but because um, you said action and I was like, right. Mm-hmm. And I didn't mention any of that. Um, I did take action, actually. Like mm-hmm. after um, some of the conversations I've had, like I actually Googled, I Googled mm-hmm. like, you know, specifically like I'm interested in going to nursing, like nursing programs near me. Like I put in research and work yeah. and I kind of like wrote down some thoughts in my journal and like put stuff down on paper and thought about, like, what my life would look like going different paths. Mm-hmm. And that helped a lot. Like, actually doing something, but not, like, being consumed by it, right. you know? I'm just kind of putting feelers out there. Yeah. And that's been helpful. Yeah, I think it's all about just, like, trying as many new things as you can. Working in as many fields as you can put your hands in. Like, just trying to get a taste of, like, go to job fairs. Like, mm-hmm. do seminars. I like that I have healthcare experience. Like, real-world healthcare. And I have, like, not office work, but, like, social media manager that's completely different than being an EMT. Very different. And, like, I feel like those have both taught me really great things. I'd love to learn more about other fields, too. You know? Like, I feel like that's helpful just, like, because at the end of the day, like, 
we're in our very extremely early 20s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's so important. And like a, a lot of our listeners are in the same age range. And so I just think it's so important, like, for us to learn as much as we can and try as many things as we can and like seize as many opportunities as we can, which I'm not the best at. And I definitely want to be better going into 2023 of like seizing things as they come up and just trying new things because like that's how we're going to figure out what we like. Right. And also another important thing is like figuring out like different parts of your identity, you know, like your identity as an EMT there's mm-hmm. different aspects of that now that you're in a different job. Yeah. You know, like it's pulled different aspects out. Yeah. And like the things you've gone through, like that's pulled different aspects out mm-hmm. of your identity. And so it's just, I don't know. Like now I'm just in a phase where I'm like, you know what? It is what it is, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> like as long as I'm doing my best and like working towards things that I'm passionate about, mm-hmm. it'll work out. It will. It'll work out. I'll figure out what I want, more of who I am. So. And definitely go to therapy. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> obviously, I need to call my therapist after today. <laughs> had some <laughs> um, breakthroughs. Had some, like, really weird responses come up that haven't come up in a while. But um, I just wanted to, like, talk about this and just, like, have a casual conversation about it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like a lot of you guys could relate. And we're in this together, honestly. We're all in this together. <laughs> High School Musical. <laughs> Yeah, so um, just remember, we're all on a floating rock. I love that. Thank you for reminding me of that because it's yeah. so true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that thing. It's like, is it really going to matter even tomorrow yeah. or in a week, uh-huh. in a year? Yeah. I love that. Well, thank you for leading us through this episode, getting vulnerable again with sharing a little bit more about, like, you know, your divorce and kind of figuring yourself out on your own. Mm-hmm. Um. And yeah, I enjoyed this episode. I think everyone will find it really beneficial. Well, yeah. Let us know if you guys are feeling the same way. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we are rapidly approaching the new year. So hopefully everyone's getting ready and everyone's going to start. We, we still have another episode after this. Yeah. But hopefully you're all getting ready to start a new year and kind of like with this feeling lost in your 20s, like. We're going into 2023. We're going to make some goals. And just like Ken said, we're all in this together. So we're going to figure it out. Don't forget it. Before we go, follow us on Instagram at Real Talk About Feminism Pod. Same handle on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Subscribe to our email newsletter by clicking the link in our show notes. Yeah. <laughs> and we also, Haley created this really cute playlist on Spotify. So if you have a song you want to add to the playlist, DM us. DM us because that's part of being part of the community. Yeah. And it, uh, it's in our um, Instagram. Like there's a highlight for the playlist. So you can click on the link, like click on that highlight and the link is there. Um, and so, yeah, you can DM us songs. You can listen. It's called like Sounds of Real Talk About Feminism Listeners. And it's just kind of fun. It is. It's kind of fun to like see what you guys like to listen to. Yeah, lots of different genres. Yeah, for so. sure. It's a fun mix. Yeah. So I just wanted to throw that out there as well. We haven't mentioned it in a while, but we will see you guys next week. Bye, everyone. Bye.